Welcome to this episode of WikiWalks, a short podcast devoted to some of the more intriguing and, huh, who knew, articles that you can run across in the weird world of Wikipedia. I'm your host, Chris Grismer. I feel like these days, personal letters are a relic of a bygone era. I mean, everyone loves to get an actual letter in the mail. It takes time, planning, forethought, and of course, genuine effort. Well, it was her love of letter writing that caused one 10-year-old girl from Maine to become America's youngest diplomat, to the Soviet Union of all places. Oh, in 1983, in the middle of the Cold War. That must be some letter. Our story starts in Maine, with a young gal named Samantha Smith. At the age of five, she had already penned a letter to Queen Elizabeth II, expressing her admiration for the monarch, and by her later elementary years, she started to take a more critical look at the state of geopolitics, like, you know, any normal fourth grader. I, in fourth grade, got a pog stuck up my nose. So she sat down and indeed banged out a quick note to the head of the Soviet Union, Yuri Andropov, who had just succeeded Leonid Brezhnev, trying to figure out why U.S.-Soviet relations were so tense. You see, Andropov, who became general secretary in November of 1982, was a former KGB chief known best for crushing the Prague Spring and brutally suppressing dissidents. He referred to human rights as an imperialist plot. That's a bold move, Cotton. His predecessor, Brezhnev, had a policy of détente and easing of tensions that included the Salt Arms Treaty and the Apollo-Soyuz Joint Space Mission. But Andropov reversed that policy and talked of developing weapons that could be launched at America from space. Nice. With the West understandably nervous about their new chief adversary, young Smith asked her mother, If people are so afraid of him, why doesn't someone write him a letter asking whether he wants to have a war or not? I don't know, that's a great question. Her mother suggested Samantha should be the one to write the letter. And she did. You know, be the change you want to see in the world. This is what her letter said. Dear Mr. Andropov, my name is Samantha Smith. I am 10 years old. Congratulations on your new job. I have been worrying about Russia and the United States getting into a nuclear war. Are you going to vote to have a war or not? If you aren't, please tell me how you are going to help to not have a war. This question you do not have to answer, but I would like it if you would. Why do you want to conquer the world, or at least our country? God made the world for us to share and take care of not to fight over or have one group of people own it all. Please let's do what he wanted and have everybody be happy too. Samantha Smith. Her letter ended up getting published in the major Soviet paper Pravda, which was obviously a shocker for Samantha. However, she did not actually get a reply from Andropov. So this plucky youngster sent a letter to the Soviet ambassador, asking if Andropov could please respond. Hey, the huevos on this kid. The borscht. She has model UN legend written all over her. Well, the ambassador end around actually worked, and she got a reply from the Soviet premier. And I won't read the whole thing here, but it actually really is worth reading when you get time. I'll give you some of the highlights. He calls her a courageous and honest girl, comparing her to Becky from Tom Sawyer, the famous book of your compatriot Mark Twain. He says her questions about nuclear war is the most important of those that every thinking man can pose. He assured her that no one in the Soviet Union wanted a war, as the horrors of World War II were still well remembered there. He insisted he never wanted nuclear weapons to be used, and wanted to work towards abolishing them. He closed by inviting Smith to Artek, 
a camp on the Black Sea that hosted children from 70, mostly communist, countries. As you can imagine, once this correspondence got out, a media circus ensued. She was interviewed on every talk show, Ted Koppel, Phil Donahue, and even had several appearances on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. There is an 11-minute clip on YouTube I highly suggest you watch. It's amazing to see that she's really still very young. She's just a kid, but with seemingly unlimited potential ahead of her. On July 7, 1983, Sam and her family flew to Moscow as the guests of Andropov. She toured Moscow and Leningrad and all over the Crimean Peninsula. She remarked at how surprised she was to find that the Soviet people were just like her and how warm and welcoming they were. She got the chance to stay at a privileged summer camp for wealthy families, but declined and instead asked to room with impoverished girls with whom she wanted to befriend. So they stuck her in a dormitory with nine other girls where she started to learn the language and native songs and dances. And regrettably, Andropov was unable to visit her during this time as he had fallen ill and withdrawn from the public eye. Although they did talk on the phone. Smith also received a phone call from Russian cosmonaut Valentina Tereshkova, the first woman to orbit the Earth. However, not realizing with whom she was speaking, Samantha accidentally hung up the phone after only a very brief conversation. Whoops! Media followed her every step. Photographs and articles about her were published by the main Soviet newspapers and magazines throughout her trip and after it. Smith became widely known to Soviet citizens and was well regarded by many of them. In the United States, the event drew suspicion and some regarded it as an American-style public relations stunt. Smith's return to the U.S. on July 22, 1983 was celebrated by the people of Maine with roses, a red carpet, and a limousine, and her popularity continued to grow in her native country. Some critics at the time remained skeptical, believing Smith was unwittingly serving as an instrument of Soviet propaganda. In December 1983, continuing in her role as America's youngest ambassador, she was invited to Japan, where she met with Prime Minister Yakushiro Nakasone and attended the Children's International Symposium in Kobe. In her speech at the symposium, she suggested that Soviet and American leaders exchange granddaughters for two weeks every year, arguing that a president wouldn't want to send a bomb to a country his granddaughter would be visiting. You know what? It actually kind of makes sense. Her trip inspired other exchanges of child goodwill ambassadors, including a visit by the 11-year-old Soviet child Katya Lecheva to the United States. Samantha hosted a 1984 presidential election special for the Disney Channel, which led to a guest-starring role on the sitcom Charles in Charge, a show that upon re-watching this for research for this episode, might actually have been worse than nuclear war. And this guest-starring role led to a co-starring role on Lime Street, about a widower, Robert Wagner, raising two daughters and solving mysteries. Unusually for 1980s television, the series was filmed on location in London, and after taping the first four episodes, Smith and her father flew back to their home in Maine on a small airplane. Low visibility and poor communication between the pilot and ground resulted in the plane falling short of the runway, crashing, killing all on board. Samantha Smith was only 13. Mikhail Gorbachev had a personal message of condolences, saying, Everyone in the Soviet Union who has known Samantha Smith will forever remember the image of the American girl who, like millions of Soviet young men and women, dreamt about peace and about friendship between the peoples of the United States and the Soviet Union. President Ronald Reagan sent his condolences to Smith's mother in writing, Perhaps you can take some measure of comfort 
in the knowledge that millions of Americans, indeed millions of people, share the burdens of your grief. They will also cherish and remember Samantha, her smile, her idealism, and unaffected sweetness of spirit. So, dear WikiWalks listeners, I hope that you remember young Samantha Smith, a young intrepid woman who yearned for peace in an increasingly dangerous world, and who knew that the pen is mightier than the sword, the hammer, and the sickle. <laughs>